Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pastolka, and I am so excited because I, we're, we're starting late today because our guest today, Dennis Riley and I, we started going before we got on and, and just got carried away. But we got Dennis Riley here, the founder and owner of Goals to Results. We're talking about building a strong business with good data. Dennis, thanks for being here today, man. Oh, I love being here. You know I love it. It's great seeing you again, and I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man, because we got going on this. Let's just start back a little ways, because I think your, um, uh, your, your background is a good place. Let's just refresh us a bit and how you got into helping people in businesses and building good businesses today. Sure. Well, in uh, 94, a long time ago, I started a uh, software business, a custom software business, and we grew strong to 10 people strong, and we were going at it for 20 years. And during that time of building all this software, I started to be in front of a lot of business owners. And I said, I started asking the questions. I said, hey, what's your strategy? What's this? What's that? And I said, you know what? I need two businesses here. So I built another one that was purely strategy. And, and I, have my, I have a data background. And pretty much I love talking about data where everyone else doesn't. Yeah. So it's great because it's that's the monster in the back that no one takes care of. And I'm like, I'll tame this. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So what as you so you've been in you've been working with software systems and for a, a while, more than a couple of days. More than a so, couple of days, yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the really cool things you see about systems today compared to systems, say, 10 years ago? Oh, wow. It's it's really it's ridiculous, to tell you the truth, because a lot of the you know, we all have different uh, platforms that you, you get data from. OK, especially uh, small business owners nowadays, they log into five, six, seven areas just to get a piece of data here, a piece of data there. Five or six, seven years ago, you were on your own connecting those two together. and how are you going to do it now? We have software that can connect all this data so that you're not double entering stuff. You're feeding some data with some other data. And what happens is now you don't need one system, one platform to rely on. You can have four, five, six, seven platforms, but they all are connected together. And then you show like a, a CRM can connect them all together and you can show some data and how it's going. And so now what happens is the small business owner sees almost like a dashboard of everything that's going on and doesn't maybe have to log into those seven different areas. Wow. And you could not do that five. If you, you, yeah, I'm sorry, you could do that five, six, seven years ago, but you're talking a lot of money to do all yeah. that stuff because yeah. nowadays it's all, you know, there's all different uh, software that you can do. And I love doing the software part that I just say, okay, you know, Zapier, stuff like that, Zaps, I can go in and, and say, log into this uh, platform, log into this platform, hook it together. When something happens in this platform, 
bring the data over to this platform just yeah. like that. Yeah. If, for example, someone logs in and your uh, goes goes to your website, fills out something, says send, it goes right to your CRM and, and spews out uh, some email that says, hey, thank you for coming to my website. You know, or or and when you're going down the process of something in your lead process and you need to give a quote and you have all your quotes on QuickBooks, we take that data from the CRM, move it over to QuickBooks. It's already entered. Then you go into QuickBooks and make your estimate and send it out. Yeah, that's cool. You couldn't cool. do that a while ago. Now you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a great though how the systems you're you're right. The connections between the systems have gotten so much easier. I know I've got one client and we're starting to use the Power BI and using that across several systems. Yeah. And that's really interesting because the, the way some is native, like you can go native into QuickBooks Online or something like that with it or other applications. You can also take CSVs or other or even read website data now with it and and uh, things and, and really come up with some real incredible dashboards i, I look yeah. at them getting done i'm like holy heck you, you can yeah, drill a lot of the, a lot of the business owners say okay you know what hey i didn't i couldn't find this out so i did something in uh in google sheets we take that data from google sheets we put it somewhere else on a dashboard they can see everything at the same time yeah you know it's like it is amazing what can be done um and the good news is all these tools have have their bread and butter that's really good and they might do other stuff but it's like you know, I always tell people when you go into a restaurant, like it's your favorite Italian food, you're not going in there and you're ordering like something else, like, you know, a steak or something, because now you're going to a steakhouse. But mm -hmm. what you do here is that you can go to all have have the tool for this, have the tool, this tool, this, and then you connect them together. Here's the great part. Since they're all connected together. What if there's a better tool that comes along? We just replace that tool. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. That makes your system upgrades a lot. It changes a lot better because, you know, a lot of companies start out. So they'll start out with a super simple CRM. Might even be using a spreadsheet, right? Let's just use that example. Well, now it's time to go into something else. I'm going to use HubSpot. I'm going to use whatever the one, you know, one that, you know. Uh, and then you can hook that in. Just drop that right in and go, okay, that's what we're going to do. It's just hooked to everything else like it is. Yeah. And then if something better comes along, which it will. Yeah. Okay. Now you're not tied into this one system going, how do I replace everything? We're like, oh, okay. You like a, you know, you like another uh, accounting software. Okay. Boom. We put that in. Everything's all still connected. Whew. Got my head running here. There you go. So when you're out and about with clients today, what are people in business worried about? Oh, great question. Um, well, the uncertainty of 2024, what's going to happen in 2024? How's my business going to take care of that? And I always say to people, look, you get your business as strong as possible. It's like, and I, I, what I do is I compare it to a sailboat, you know, get the sailboat working. Don't care about the waves in the Atlantic ocean. Whatever happens, happens. Don't care if there's a thunderstorm or a big storm coming on. You know, if your boat is weak, a little bit of a, a, a wind is going to knock it over. But if yep. your boat is strong and your boat can understand, hey, it gives you like a heads up saying this is weak, change it. Now you're ahead of the game. You're in control of your business. And then when the crap hits the fan, you already don't have to worry about your boat. You navigate around the crap. Yeah. Where a lot of your maybe your competition realizes, uh oh, I got to fix my boat and worry about that other stuff. 
where you yeah. already have it set up and you just go around it. Yeah, that's a great point because you when you get that boat running, you can, like you said, you can navigate around the, the trouble. Yeah, and you make sure a lot of people think that, you know, getting back to the boat analogy, a lot of people think, hey, look, you know, I've been growing and growing and growing, but I have the same systems. And if I have the same systems, what happens is that that if you have the same systems, you're growing, 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 you're not changing your engine. It's like it's now now this big boat is this little little propeller thing going. It's like that's not gonna steer your boat and get going. You have to change your engine with the same time as the boat. And then what happens is now it's a really strong boat. Cause a lot of times when people grow and scale, they don't bring their system back end systems along with it. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you're piling onto something that shouldn't be piled on. Yeah, that's, that's a great example. So what are some of the, so this is interesting when you talk about systems, because when, you know, say you, you do a, uh, whatever kind of system you put it in a CRM doesn't matter. It couldn't be an ERP system. Could be even just installing QuickBooks for the first time. When you get done with that, it's such a sense of relief that you're like, man, I never want to touch that again. And that lingers for a long time. I mean, it can linger for years and years and years and yeah. decades even. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you really should be looking for in these systems to go, maybe we should consider this, even though it's going to be painful. Well, a lot of times it's kind of funny with the business owner. You know, you know how it is right now. People, you know, things are just coming at them left and right, left and right. If they are running around the head cup and they're, they can't have the data back things up or they don't know what the data is to back it up, that's sign number one. If you don't know your data, that either, A, you're not doing your job right, which I doubt you're, you are doing, you're doing it fine. It's that B is your system is not spitting out the stuff. So what we said before about like a dashboard, you should have like a dashboard and know your numbers, you know, and then not just, and people think, no numbers, of course I know my revenue. Of course I know this. No, 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 no. That's the last domino to fall. Way back at the beginning, how's your pipeline? Has your pipeline increased, decreased? How's, you know, what's, what's the, uh, the call, the, 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 uh, the close rate of your, uh, of your, uh, of your leads? You know, if you don't know that stuff, because if you don't know your close rate, you'll know how many people you have to be in front of to close. But if you know, hey, look, you yeah. know, my close rate's been 60, 70, 80%, and you want like, you know, uh, basically 80% of that, you you know how many people you got to get in front of. Most people don't know that. So they're either too many people out there in front of them or not enough. And if they don't know that number, they can't predict how many people or, if, or your sales force. How is your sales force doing? You know, is your sales force doing the right leads per day? You know, because you got to fill the pipeline. If you have that pipeline filled, then you want to make sure that you close the the uh, the ones. And then, if here's the thing that I try to do: the ones that didn't close, at what step of the process was it not working? And nine times out of ten, if you have the data, you see a pattern, and you see, look, when I send out this proposal, this always happens. Well, maybe you're not doing the right proposal, or maybe you know you're so overwhelming people that you know. Maybe it needs to be broken up or maybe it needs to be a different format. But if you always stop at one thing and you see a lot of ones that fail at that one thing, you can now go into that one thing and try to fix it. Whereas if you just say, oh, you know, I get a close rate of, eight, uh, you know, 40%. So four out of six I get, where the six uh, fail? Oh, I don't know. They just weren't right for me. 
No, they, you know, some of them were probably not right for you, but some of them, you dropped the ball. Yeah. And if you can know exactly the part that you dropped the ball, boom, you repair that. You're not dropping the ball anymore. Guess what? Now your close rate automatically goes up because you fixed the system process, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's incredible. Cause that data will, will show you where your problems are. Yeah. And that's how, so, and if you didn't know about that, I mean, so, and sometimes I say to people, look at knowing your data is like knowing the answers to a test going in to take the test. You know, if I knew, hey, look at my close rate is this, and I know that step five, I always fail or where all my things happen is that step, huh, let's fix that step. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And without it, you just know that you're, you're not closing as many deals. As exactly. You, but you, you, you can't to. put your finger on it. You yeah. know that I see people coming in, but I don't see them all crossing the finish line. Okay. Why? And it could be because your message doesn't work at the beginning and you're, and you're, you're, you're gathering the wrong people uh, to go into the pipeline to begin with. I mean, if you have a close, if you have a close rate of 10%, what does that mean? That could be a, you really don't know your process or B you're, you're getting the wrong people into your pipeline. And if you're getting the wrong people into your pipeline, there's something else that needs to be done. You know, and all of that is just looking at the numbers and figuring out what's going on and seeing, you know, a lot of people don't want to look at their numbers because they don't want to see the bad stuff. You know? yeah. And it's like, and like I said, I get that getting back to that bow analogy, fix the boat so that you can sail in any types of seas. And therefore, if, you know, like I said, we don't know what 2024 is going to be. Maybe it is going to be a bad recession. But if it is and your boat is strong, while people are zigging, you're zagging. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. a lot of the a lot of the uh, companies in the past, the ones that made it big were when there was a down economy, they took advantage of it. They yes. took advantage of it because they knew their numbers and they knew how strong their boat was. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people, know that first. Don't care about what you're going to do first, you know, in the exterior. Care about how you're going to uh, get your boat strong. Yeah, yeah. So we're going back to this again. So you're saying if your data, if, if you're not getting information to help you make those decisions, to spot the problems and really see them before they become a huge problem, that's where you might want to be looking at your systems. And yeah, and it's like... I always talk about, you know, you know about this lead and lag indicators, you know, everyone looks at the last domino of the fall revenue. And it's like, if you're looking at revenue, you're seeing that last domino fall, you go back to the first or second domino and you don't have to see that last domino fall, you know, or in, and we, we talk about it being bad. The exact opposite is true too. If something is going through the roof and you can't control it. You know, that you're, you know, you're getting all these clients, you're getting all these things, but your system can't handle it or your process can't handle it. Your people, whatever, can't handle it. That's that's just as big of a problem as the lack of. Mm -hmm. And so if you are in control of either way, you're going to be able to move in that direction. You know, because I, I love working with growing businesses because, you know, they already had the pipeline. They have the things coming in, coming in. But what we were talking about before, that's only one part of the pipeline. What do you do with your past clients? What do you do? There's lots of things you can do with your past clients. You, you have to keep front and center with them. Yeah. And to me, that is gravy because as a business owner, because you got things coming, I always say to people, it's like on a hot, hot day, 
you have a window air conditioner on and then you have a window open on the other side. It's like the leads are coming in and you're getting them and you're getting and as soon as they're past client, up goes the window. And I always say, shut the darn window over here. We're going to keep those clients in the loop. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, in the e-commerce world, people talk about customer acquisition costs and all that. But really, if you can get that lifetime value of your customer up, you don't have to pay anything to get them again the second time. It's, third not, time, just the, time. it's not just the customer. It's who the customer knows. So yes. you got to make sure that not only, hey, can you do more? Can you do more? It's like, who do you know? Who do you know? And like we mm -hmm. have things right now and you talk about different tools. We have a CRM right now that after the, after the, as soon as the client process is done, a link goes out to the, uh, to the, um, to, to the uh, Google reviews and just say, click on this link and boom, there's your review. And there it goes, but boom, on that side of things. So you got the, the reward of people saying, singing your praise, but at the same time, now you say, Hey, who else do you know? Or does anyone else who can help you with this? Anyone else that is because usually, especially with your clients, birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you if you're not the only one in that area that has this issue, I'm sure there's someone else here that you know. All yeah. right. And a lot. And here's the thing that usually happens. Everyone knows about referrals. And so, you know, once you get a referral partner, it's great. But think about what usually happens with referral. You tell, you say, hey, look, Dennis did a fantastic job on my system. You got to do this, blah, blah, blah. And you go to someone else and someone else says, you got to talk to Dennis. It's like the game of telephone. By the time you get to that fourth or fifth one, it might not be the same message that you want to give out. So instead of saying, hey, tell us about it, say, look, it, can you send this to someone? And Ooh. that that's, so it's in your voice. That's it. And then what happens is that little small blurb goes out to someone and then when they click on that, you have a page on your website that has a video of you talking about you, talking about how their issues, you can help their issues. And if you can, here's a form below, fill it out, whatever. But now you got more engagement in these people and it's not just the game of telephone anymore. That's cool. That's cool. That's what you Again, get. It's, it's systems in place that, as the owner, once you put the system in the place, you just have people monitoring it, and but you don't, but you're going to get results out of it, yeah. and that you're not going, you know, because I said, you know, when I talk to people, I'm like, hey, have you talked to your clients, past clients lately? They go, I'm just too busy. I, you know, it's coming in. I don't have time to talk to them. I'm like, well, why don't we set up a system that you can get in front of all these people? Well, how do you do that? And I start going through it, and you don't have to do a thing. We're going to use your voice, either words or video, but that's it. We're going to put it into a system that has different steps. And we can have different things like, hey, look, go here. If they clicked on this, one message could, could go out. If they clicked on this, another message could go out. All of that's done behind the scenes, and you don't have to worry about it. Because people say, some people say, well, I have a newsletter. Well, what's your newsletter? Well, I tell the whole everyone about all the stuff that's happened last month. I'm like, well, what about if this person is in this service? This person, why are you telling them about the service they just went to? So what you do is you say, the people who've had this service is going to get this message telling about all the other services. The people of this service is going to be this much is not the service that they've already had. Because what happens is nine times out of 10, when you see an email, even if it's from someone else, and it's like you you've already done business with them. It's like, oh, here's a you know, here's a here's this. And you don't read it or you skim yeah. it. And the first thing is something that you already know. 
Well, imagine if the first thing is something that you never heard of before. Now yeah. you're reading it. Now you might click into it. Now you might know of someone. You might say, I didn't know that Dennis did that. And all yeah. of a sudden, it's a totally different message, a totally different response to that message than just a generic thing that everyone gets. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That that segmentation, understanding who gets what, and being being ready to give people the right information that they need to really help them. To really help them is cool. So, what are some of the things that, as you're doing this, your clients see? I mean, what are some of the things that they are talking about as they get their systems in place and things start to start to work? What are some of the things that they they say? Well, I love this one line that, I, that I've read somewhere that I absolutely love. It says that uh, systems run business, people run systems. And what usually happens is people hire for a person and then build a system around that person or talent. Then that talent leaves and the whole system goes out the door. Ah. Whereas if you had a system that you know that works, when the person comes in running the system or operating the system, they can now just go within the framework of whatever you need to do. And then any extra talent that they have, they can build on it. And that way what happens is, yeah, sure, if that person leaves, it, there's always a stumbling block because of hiring new, but you're not starting from scratch. And so we try to put these systems in place. And then there's one time I said to someone, I said, look, when you when you bring a new client on, what do you do? When you bring when you bring a new employee or or or, or contractor on, what do you do? Oh, I have all these steps in there. Well, how come you have to do it? Because no one else knows it. What I did is I said, you know what? We're on a, a, a call right now, video call. I hit record and I ask all these questions. They give the answers. I said, guess what? You just did your first manual. So then when someone new comes in, instead of sitting down with them for an hour. They can say, hey, look, watch this. If you have any questions, let me know. Mm -hmm. And they're getting the same thing. They're taking the notes and all that stuff, not what you might be saying that day on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, you were rushing around. You didn't get all the points. And then they keep coming back saying, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? If you said, here, watch this video. Yeah. And the same thing can be, do, can be done with clients. If the same clients have same questions, you put that in a video and you, when, when you're going through the process, you get a link to that email in the active. Say, hey, look, these are some of the questions that some of my other clients have. Go watch it and let me know what you think. Yeah. And so now maybe that takes – again, it's all about communication with any mm -hmm. level. You mm -hmm. keep that communication two-way all the time, then things become so much easier. And that's what most of the clients say. They're like, I can't believe how simple it is. Where was I without this? Yeah. You know, because because a lot of these system things are things that are done over and over and over again. It's not the joyous part of doing things. You know, everyone likes to do strategy. Everyone likes to build things. Everyone likes to figure things out. But the same old, you know, making sure that the clients are happy. Oh, yeah. Sure, all that. No one wants to do that. Yeah. So you have systems do it, you know, mm -hmm. and the systems do that stuff. And then all of a sudden your plate is now maybe less, less filled than it was. And Obviously, you know, think about it from a from a uh, business owner standpoint, we always have a full plate. So when there's something that's coming off, something else goes on, but now it's not overflowing. Yeah. Or it's more valuable work. 
I mean, exactly. a lot of business owners get stuck doing work that it's not in the weeds. really should be doing. Yeah. They're in the weeds instead yeah. of up here. They're in the weeds. Yeah. yeah. Because that's a huge thing. Those systems are, are massive for that kind of stuff to be able to go. Okay. Now I'm not, I'm not developing this and redoing this all the time. It's, it happens. It happens at a high quality level. And I can then, like you said earlier, I can do personal interactions with people. I can work on my business to get that other pieces of our products or services better. There's just so much more. Yeah. So super cool. So as you're going through this, what are some of the features in the CRMs now that you're, you're seeing that are, are really pretty phenomenal compared to what they were just a couple of years ago. Cause I mean, there, a lot of people have invested in CRMs. A lot of people have put them in, but what are some of the things, you know, I'm with the cookies leaving here a while ago and, you know, just, just so many different things happening. What are some of the things that you're seeing that are pretty innovative in CRMs that are really helping people out now? Well, you know, what's interesting. CRMs. I tell people CRM is like buying a car, All right, There's so many cars out there. There's also many models and, where you go, you know, the beginner cars, the, the ones that are just purely on price, but you go only a certain amount and then it's like, okay, I don't feel, I want to drive a little bit better and yeah. then maybe you go to the middle and then, you know, maybe, maybe things are going great. You go to a luxury car or you go to an SUV. That's the same thing with a CRM is that a lot of times, like you, if you could, Hey, look, I'm just going to get something for, you know, 20 bucks a month or whatever. Well, guess what? That's what you're going to get 20 bucks a month. And you're going to hit a ceiling all the time. If you try to do that one extra thing, it's not going to work. Okay. Like I said, I don't, I don't need to have my CRM do the world, but I need my CRM to talk to the world. And so if my CRM cannot even handle that, or if I have to hire someone every day to build that. Yeah. And Guess what? That $20 that you're doing a month and you're paying someone else X amount to build it and all the stuff, all the pain and the next stuff that's happening and you're being taken away from something because you can't build something. That's like, uh, that's just money being flown out the window. Whereas if you say, okay, I'm going to go to X amount per month, or I'm going to have someone like myself just run the darn thing. Um, what happens is now you get but that's why I like about the, the CRMs now. There is so many things that you can do with it that can connect to the world. You know, here's a, here's a perfect example. Um, in the wellness community, the wellness community has their own hipper, hipper um, you know, forms and their hipper stuff that yeah. you have to use this system. And it's great. That system is locked down, shut, and no one's going to get at it. And then it's only client information. It's great. But most of those systems can't do all these other things, okay? And so what I say, what I do is, I, I'll give you a perfect example of my client that I was just working with uh, today, in fact. I asked her, I said, look, I said, you know, this system, this uh, HIPAA system that you do, I mean, does someone uh, log in and put in the information? And she says, you know what we usually do? We send a link to the client and they open up a record in that system. I'm like, oh my God, that's perfect because then I can use a CRM to do all the lead process. And when they become a client, we send out a link to that, to that, uh, that, that, uh, you know, HIPAA place. And the good news is, is that we don't have to move the data back and forth because everything started here. So I have all the data I need. I don't need someone's social security number. I just need their, you know, first name, last name and uh, email address and maybe phone number. 
and, mm -hmm. and all the stuff that they use to get our service and stuff like that. But it's like all this other HIPAA compliance stuff. I don't need that. But if it started here, you have all the information you need to feed a lot of the other systems that do not have HIPAA regulations in it that you can yeah. send stuff. So for example, if it starts at the CRM and you have a little form that's on the website, someone goes to your website, fills it out, that goes to your CRM, it kicks off a couple of emails, you start to get into a process, you bring your calendar into the system, and then all of a sudden Calendly or whatever the case may be, does there, gets all the everything ready to go, and then it goes out to here, and then all of a sudden, now you you know you're ready to do an estimate. Send that out to QuickBooks, say, and then so. But everything is at that CRM level, and I just lay it on top of everything, and then that's how things can be can be uh, communicated, and that it doesn't even touch the HIPAA stuff. And so mm -hmm. now the the wellness people love it because they're all compliant, and they get to have communication with all their clients, all their business referrals, and any other tools that they need. Yeah, that's super cool. Super cool. Well, and, and it shows what you're talking about there, too, is the interconnectivity of systems and how that's helping to do it. And then the simplification of what you're doing. Like you said, you don't have to come in and hire programmers or specialists to to set up a lot of these these standard communication methods that you want to use. So, yeah, because here it is the and I say to people, look. I, when I'm doing systems for people in CRMs, I'm like a, I'm like a, uh, you know, a general contractor coming in and I have all these tools that I can have. Okay. But the tools, yeah, help me build the thing, but it's the strategy, setting up the pipeline, setting up the workflow, setting up automation, knowing what to connect here and there, all that stuff. That's why you're hiring someone like me, because I have the experience to do all that stuff. The tool is just a tool. I just yeah. to say to you, look, you need a tool like this so we can do all this stuff. But mm -hmm. like I said, if tomorrow, you know, two years from now, there's a better CRM than the one I suggested to them, we will just use that. But we keep all the logic that's coming into that and all the strategy and all these data points. You know, we keep that going, you know, and that's why that's why that's the most important thing is that that's it's the tool is one thing, but the tool can't be the end all. It's the process of doing everything. It's the strategy of connecting everything. It's making sure that all your systems somehow have some kind of interconnection with it so that you can, so you as the business owner can see everything from a glance and know what's going on. And then any staff that you have underneath and all that stuff who is using these CRMs, whatever, they know exactly what's going on. And, it, and usually what happens when we start doing it and we give it to the staff to use, the staff says, can you add this? Can you add this? Hey, you know what? I'd love you if you add this. And what happens? So even even when we say we're gonna build this, it goes to this very quickly because as people use it, like, oh, can we do this? Oh, that would be so much easier if we can do this. And all of a sudden, these other people who use it, stuff is coming off their plates, and now they can be more part of the strategy and help people out. And now, because they're not running around with the head cut off, trying to keep up with the mundane stuff, mm -hmm. it has to be done. Again, you keep that two-way two communication going all the time, you're golden. That's half the battle. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the systems you see today that are like critical business systems? I mean, we we everybody seems, you know, got some sort of accounting system. But beyond that, what are some of the key pieces you see in businesses now that people 
if they don't have, they really need to get it. Well, here's what I, here's <laughs> a CRM is one because I always ask right away, how are you collecting your data? And if they tell me spreadsheet, uh, we're talking, we're talking. All right. It, it's, you know, it, it's not even like Google sheet that are shared by people. It's a spreadsheet that they have to email or whatever. Yeah. It's like, so to me, stuff that we used to be amazing. Think about it. You think about it, the Excels of the world. That was amazing when they, everything first started, you know? And then it took a while. And then the CRMs came around. I was like, I don't need a CRM. I got my Excel. And then we started to, I used to do it is I used to start doing formulas in Excel and make it really good, but I'm not leaving Excel. Well, these, these CRMs nowadays are not just, and I, I, people say, it's kind of funny. They say, well, what does a CRM stand for? And it's like, well, it's a customer relationship management, but it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I say it's almost like it, you have to, it's not just storing your data. It's just, what is the process that you use? What is the, the, you know, to me, it's like you can buy a car all you want. And if you keep it in the, in the, in the garage 24 seven, how good is that car? Or if you just take that car around the block and that's it, how good is that car? You get a car, you want to drive it everywhere. Yeah. Well, in order to drive it everywhere, you, it has to be functional. It has to, you know, all that driving from A to B to C or the GPS and all that stuff that is in all these cars now, that's how you want your CRM to be that it knows when this comes in, I do this. When this comes in, I do this. And if it's just to store data, you might as well just keep it in the garage. Yeah, the the automation pieces of some of this stuff to get the to get the data flowing right is huge. That's for sure. Because and you, I you always say to people, look, you can automate. People say, well, if it automates, people are just going to see my emails and think, oh, here's a canned response and all that stuff. And what I do is I say, you know what? We'll do the automation, but we'll throw in some videos, and then we'll, it will be a personal video. And all of a sudden, people step back and go, oh, that's the business owner. I want that's interesting. And you have now what's happening is even though, yes, it is an automated thing, people are looking at it more personal and saying, wow, that was nice that, that I, I learned so much from this. And then if that person watches a lot of that, if that person clicks on something or does this, the system can say, hey, look, this person is really interested. And I might, I might uh, email the uh, client and say, you know what? These three people are really high on that. If I were you, I would send out a personal email to each and every one of them saying how grateful you are. And if you want to do like a bonbon or something like that, that does a personal email and say, hi, Damon, how you doing? Thank you for doing that. It just raises it from here to here. Yeah, that's really cool. I want to take just a minute. We got Irina is here today. She's earlier in the conversation. I, I was missing it. We were going there. And then Curtis, good CRM is the way to go. That's for sure. And I tell you, that's the, that's the thing is, is these, you go back to Excel, right? And we're old enough that remember the days of Excel and making mail lists or whatever, emerging mail, all that kind of stuff. And it's gone so far now because you can, like you said, by getting Damon, just the information that Damon is interested in uh, at the right time and, and those kind of things that you can really do by understanding where I'm at, Damon's at in his, his journey or his, you know, what he's really looking for. And it's so powerful because it doesn't have to be labor intensive for you to get people what they need. 
And it doesn't have to be a perfect example is I say to people, okay, you got a newsletter? Oh yeah, I have a newsletter. Okay, what do you say? Well, it's just these bullets here and there and it goes out to everyone. And it's like, okay, but if you are giving this person to, if you're talking about a service that this person already had, they're probably not going to read that email. And the next time you get an email, they might say, oh, I know about this again. Yeah. What you do is you say, okay, don't, you you know, if you want to do a newsletter, fine. But in conjunction with that, you say, look, these people will get this type of uh, email. These people will get this type of, so if you have say three services, you know, people who have service one, maybe they're talking and maybe you send an email talking about, Hey, look, do you know what? Have you heard about service two and three? And all of a sudden they're like, no, I haven't. Whereas same with two, you're going to talk about one and three. And then yeah. all of a sudden it there, everyone is new learning about the journey and saying, Oh my God, I need to talk to Dennis about increasing this or doing that. And all of a sudden that's what I, I like about that. You know, we talk about, you know, going in one window and out the other. It's like, you have so many different levels of your business in past clients that a lot of people don't even touch their past clients and communicate. I'm like, what are you doing? That's a gold mine right there. Mm -hmm. A gold mine. Yeah. And the CRM stores the data, but if you don't have the CRM doing something with that data for past clients, past clients, they should definitely be hearing from you often about a new client story that just happened or a new service that just came out that maybe they weren't aware of that they were a year ago the last time they saw you. And all of a sudden, you're what you're doing is you're going, oh, my God, people are going, oh, I didn't know he did that. Oh, I got to look at his website. Oh, look at this. There's more. I got to get in touch with Dennis. I didn't know he had that service. Or then you say, who do you know that might know that? And all of a sudden, you know, like someone saying, oh, you got to look at this. Dennis has a new service. Go check it out. Yeah. But the CRM always stores the data. And if that's all you do is store data, you just missed that opportunity to go after that past data. Yeah. Yep. It really is. And getting down into knowing people better and then yep. giving them what they need. Yeah. And it really, and it, it doesn't take much to do that. If you collect the right data, see, to me, data always, always has a pattern. Okay. It, you might not see the pattern right away because some data needs a lot of data to generate a pattern where other data, other patterns come up instantly. So you can't just say, oh, this has nothing. It has no pattern. No, there is a pattern. You just got to wait for it. And so what happens is let the data tell you, hey, look at, you know what? Maybe you have five services. No one cares about service number five. Why do you have it? You know, or maybe it's either A, no one cares about it or B, you're not representing it the right way. And see, so you could see that there's a downtick in service number five and go, okay, why? Maybe you do a survey about service number five. Hey, does anyone have any of these issues? Maybe your, your uh, audience doesn't care about service five because they never have that issue. But you know what? They wish they had this issue and all of a sudden you can add that in, replace five with something they need and off you're going. Yeah. And I'll give you an example that, that, that happened to me about a year, a year ago is that I always said to people, look, here's all your CRMs. If I were you, I would try this CRM and off they go. And I wasn't getting the results and people weren't getting the results. Cause they're like, you just added more things to my plate. What I said is, you know what? No, I will set up your CRM and this is the one that I think you should do. And me and my team will set it up and do everything for you 
we're not going to allow you to do anything else because why would we give that to you? Because you just added more to your plate. I'm serious. People thought that that was the best thing since sliced bread. They're like, yes, I don't have to do my data. You're going to set it up for me. Go. Yeah. And it was, I saw the day I saw my data and saw that nothing was about CRM and what was going on. And I started to ask some people, I said, what you want me to do that for you? And it was like, yes, and we'll pay you whatever. It's like, you know, and because it was a pain point for them because they, they want, they want to get at their customers as much as possible. It's just a pain in the neck. Yeah. It's, and once you figure that stuff out, it is a game changer. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And you get to, I mean, I'm writing tons of notes here because you're talking about things that we can, we can do to engage with people outside. So if people are listening and they go, okay, what are, you know, I don't really even know what I would send in a newsletter, but you just gave a whole bunch of great ideas, you know, here for what survey, what are, what are some of the things that are pain points for you? What are some of the things that, you know, there's just so much that you can do. That's not just spewing. Hey, I sell this pen. It's a great pen. It writes in black ink and it will write upside down. It's just like, who cares? I got pens, you know, <laughs> tell me what I need to know. But, but what you're saying is, is by this two-way engagement, and you said this a long time ago, this two-way conversation is asking questions, taking the feedback, using that feedback to, to give people more of what they want in this process that goes step-by-step step through it. It really is uh, a way to build relationships with people that, could eventually turn into business. And the interesting thing is with, with newsletters, people go, what am I going to like? I'm like, what about case study? What about you just talked about a client that you just had an amazing return for? Not because to say, hey, look at this, but someone else might have the same issue. Look, and they say, look, we have this problem doing X. You know, what we, you know, this is how we solved it. Or, you know, we changed it from here to here in three months, you know, mm -hmm. and now they don't, because, you know, a lot of my clients are like, I cannot believe that I'm doing some of the stuff I'm doing because I never did it before. And it's like, they never reached out to the people. They didn't realize that, like you said, the, the, the give and take, it is a gold mine. Your clients will tell you in a good or bad way, how you're doing and what they need. You just have to open up that communication. You got to do it in a way that they don't feel threatened or they don't feel like, why am I doing this for? It's like, look, what do you really need? And they're yeah. saying, you know, I think this guy cares. And they, I'll just throw one thing out. And all of a sudden you come back and say, hey, thank you very much. You know what? I can help you with this, this, this. Have you tried this? And all of a sudden they go, oh, you listened. The magic words are, yeah. you listened. You listened. And you reacted to what you was being said for you. And a lot of it's, kind of, I just talked to someone today. It was kind of funny. We were talking about their website and they said, Oh, isn't this great what I did? It's all about me in the first page. I'm like, that's not what you want on the first page of your website. It's all about them, not all yeah. about you. If they want to learn about you, they'll go to the About Us page. Yes. 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 Amani said yeah. a few good uh, comments here, but she she enjoys using the CRM because it helps her create connection with her clients. And that's good. And then she talks about how it uh, opens up communication. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. You don't realize. I mean, seriously, it is. It, they will tell you. And sometimes you don't want to hear what they tell you. Yes. But there's a lot of times that it's like 
they're looking for someone or something to help them. And, and maybe when you say one thing, something else triggers in them and they say, what about this? Or, oh, I wish, this is probably far-fetched, but can I do this? And you're like, oh yeah, it's very easy to do this. You go boom, boom, boom. They're like, oh, we got to get on a call. Yeah. Get on a call with them. All right. Yeah. Or like if a client like says, you know, I'm not happy with my results. Well, what results are you looking for? All right. And then you might realize that they think they're not looking at this result. They're looking at this one that they want, but they're seeing some. It's like, no, no, no. We'll take you from here to here. There's a big gap of their data, maybe that they don't see. Yeah. And if you can go in and see that gap, it's like, boom, here you go. You know, we were talking about before. What I do is I tell people in your CRM, have four different pipelines. Have the lead pipeline, have an active client pipeline, have a past client pi pipeline, and have a missed lead pipeline. And what you do is you can do different things in all four of those things. It's all communication. What I usually do is I have my lead process and my missed lead process have the same exact steps. And when a lead gets stopped, it gets pushed down into the missed lead at the same exact step. So now you can now have a question with them saying, what didn't you like about this? Or, you know, maybe it wasn't the right time. You know, can, you know, can I ask you a little bit about this? What didn't you like about this proposal that I sent? Or, you know, again, you might hate the answer that comes up. Yeah. That answer could be a difference between a close rate of 20 versus close rate of 80%. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And if stuff, you man. have those four pipelines have different communications, you're you're fixing your boat. Yeah. Back to the boat again, man. That's awesome. I love That's the boat, awesome. baby. <laughs> well, Dennis, it's been awesome talking today. And, and you know, it's just about using this information to really help you run better businesses and the systems and how they're really enabling small businesses to be competitive and grow and do the things and really serve people better uh, in the end. Um, just thanks so much. So if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to find you? Best way to find me is go to my uh, website, goals2results.com and look at po poke around, whatever you like in whatever. And, you know, just, just uh, fill out a form. Let's have a little chat. If you like what you see on the website, um, especially these people, like I love doing my uh, CRM. My CRM is awesome, but am I taking it to the limit I want to be taken? Do I use my CRM just to store data? And if you do, you are not using it properly. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Well, Dennis, thanks so much for being here today. I want to thank Amani, Irina, Curtis, and Irina, excuse me, and Curtis for being here today and all of you that were listening, just remember you can ask your questions while we're doing this. Our guests are happy to answer the questions. We appreciate you being here today. Even if you didn't drop a comment, Dennis, great having you again. Love it, man. You too. Hang out just for a moment and we'll shut down here.